everyone. This is Virginia Trinidad, wife and mother, bringing you a quick podcast about health, wellness, and fitness. I wanted to open up my podcast by giving everyone a background on what has Virginia's life been like as far as food, fitness, wellness, like why do I even have this podcast and what sort of experience do I actually have in order to, um, you know, feel qualified to speak to other people about health and wellness and fitness. <laughs> so I am not a nutritionist. And I guess because I talk so much about food, people think that I am a nutritionist, but nutritionists go to school way longer than I did. So I want to make sure that I had that clear. I consider myself a food coach. I feel that I have a lot of background in health and food and nutrition and you know movement, but I feel that I can coach people on food and not necessarily get into the scientific reasons of it, but just kind of keep it simple for your average mother or person that wants to be fit and make better choices. So I wanted to give a little history on my background, and I hope that this inspires someone to see how you can come from not knowing anything about fitness and working out and nutrition to it being something you want to dedicate your life to. So my, actually my father was a swimmer. He was a professional swimmer. He was really good. Um, invited to the Olympics Cuban. And I guess he was a huge fitness enthusiast, just considering all the hours he spent in a pool. But when I was born, we didn't even have a pool. So, um, he didn't, I never saw that part of my father. I just knew that it was in his history, but, um, he never instilled that in me. And my mom, she didn't work out much. She did talk to me about, um, working out like exercise in the eighties, you know, Jane Fonda and with the leggings and stuff, but she always just wanted to work out to lose weight. Her goal was never like to be fit. It was just always because she wanted to be skinnier. She wanted to be skinnier. So she was one of those people that was always like on Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or whatever diet pills were out there. My mom would do that. So she did instill um, fitness as like a reason to lose weight, not necessarily to be fit. So I didn't play any sports at all. My parents were just like, they didn't put me in any sports. And I did cheerleading, I believe in a little bit in middle school and a little bit in high school. And that was it. When I moved to Costa Rica, um, I wanted to do this thing called Kyokushin, which was karate. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But the minute that I brought home a C, they took me out. It was always... The, it was like a reward for getting good grades, but then the minute that I got a C or a bad grade, they would pull me out of something. And I think it was just because of their laziness. Like they didn't want to take me and pick me up. So it was easier to just find an excuse. And they thought like it was a reward as opposed to a need that I needed in my life to socialize with people and make friends. No, that's that. It was just too time consuming. So they didn't take me um, to learn different things. So finally, when I moved back to Miami, I have someone tell me, hey, why don't you try the gym? And I was like, okay, but what would I do there? And I remember when I lived in Costa Rica, these girls were super 
thin. Everyone ate really, really well in Costa Rica. And they would all say that they were going to go to the gym, but I never really understood what they did there. Like, what are you guys doing there this whole time? So they, um, I got a trainer at Bally's and you know, they put you like through this one hour class. You get like three classes while I befriended my trainer. And I asked him, Hey, when do you work out? And he told me, Oh, I work out at four. And I was like, I'll be here at four. Can I work out with you? And he was like, sure. And I learned so much from him, Freddie. Thank you. I learned so much from him. And then he started teaching me about food. He was like, well, how do you eat? And I was like, I eat everything that says fat free. He's like, it was the fat free craze when we could eat like these. Remember those like snack wells, devil cookies that have like the middle was like vanilla. Okay, I thought that that was okay because if I looked at the back and it said fat-free, I was good. So, you know, nature's own bread, fat-free, I could eat those too. So little by little, Freddie started teaching me how to eat. And I was like, okay, so if I change the way I eat and if I change the way that I move my body and work out and learn how to do all these exercises, that means I can change the way I look. And he was like, yep. And I was like, okay, I'm in, <laughs> let me do this. So I loved working out. It was not a chore for me. I thought it was like a science experiment. I absolutely loved it. I understood it. And from there I was like, okay, you have to do cardio. And the cardio was so boring. So I was like, I could take a spinning class. So I started taking spinning classes and I absolutely loved, you know, someone screaming at you and the music and that you would see the same ladies over and over again. So fast forward a little bit. I am now married and I'm going to have a baby and I gain 60 pounds. Back then there was no concept of like you're working out and you're having a baby, none. So I decided to um, work out, not work out while I was pregnant and gain 60 flipping pounds. Oh, did I mention, did I mention that I was a smoker? So I would take the spinning classes right after I had smoked a cigarette in my car. <laughs> so yeah, that's how messed up that was. So I get pregnant. I stop smoking. I have the baby. Her name is Veronica. I start smoking again because I need to lose 60 pounds and I start eating chicken and broccoli. And I'm like, okay, cigarettes, chicken and broccoli. I'm going to lose 60 pounds. Let's go. <laughs> then after that, I probably waited about like three months and I started spinning again and, um, got a job and once I get a job, I say, I'm going to hire this personal trainer to help me get fit again. Back then, I think personal training was about $50 an hour, which at that time was still expensive for us, but I was fully committed. So if that personal trainer told me that I had to poop three times a day, I was going to poop three times a day. It was an investment in my health and I took it really flipping seriously. And I learned so much from her. So it was funny because I really wanted to target my legs. I've always had like big legs for the frame of my, you know, waist up. So I really wanted to target my legs and she would do these exercises and it was like a lot of plyometrics. And I was like, I don't need to be doing this plyometrics. I literally need to be lifting weights. And I kept telling her like, oh, I want to lift weights. I want to lift more weights. She was like, nope, just trust me. Well, I didn't like that. And there was another trainer <laughs> and I was like, I like the way he's training legs. So Elvis came to my life and Elvis was like, I know how to train your legs. I know how to train your body and you can get on stage. And I was like, what? I can get on stage to do what? He's like, you could do figure. You could be a figure competitor. And I was like, 
I don't want to be a figure competitor, uh, but maybe I want to be a figure competitor. Why? Because I had never done any sort of fitness, anything. And now I'm a mom and I have this baby and I want to get super fit. So I was like, okay, uh, maybe I do want to do this. So that just started this lifestyle of eating a specific way to look a specific way for one day. (laughs) So literally I was going to train my butt off and show up, pose, wear see-through heels and get to stage. And oh, by the way, you should take some Anovar because you're really thin and you need to look full. This is the downward spiral of being a figure competitor. I'm so happy that I did it, but I am so happy that that is over. I was literally restricted off fruit. I was restricted. I remember there was a point, like as I was getting closer to like competition day, it was like, okay, now you can't have any red vegetables. Like you can't have tomatoes and you can't have red peppers and you can't have, and I hadn't had fruit for months. Like I could not wait to just have an apple get on stage, whatever. That was cool. Get off stage, go eat five pancakes at Denny's, gain all the weight back, feel bloated, feel disgusting. And now dealing with all of these gut issues, because you know, what happens is you have to go salt-free, you have to go sugar-free, but then you can have all of the artificial sweeteners that destroy your stomach. So I was, my gut was destroyed, destroyed. I literally was so full of water. I had the worst relationship with food. I started binging on Thursdays, let alone I'm going through a divorce. So I'm an emotional mess. Okay. And I started binging on Thursday nights and wouldn't stop until Sunday and wake up on Monday and hit the gym for three hours, try to undo everything I did on the weekend, drink a gallon plus of water a day to try and lose all the water. It was an emotional disaster. I was miserable. I had a friend of mine recommend someone to me to do brain training, which basically they put these probes on my head to help me like visualize who the optimal version of myself was and how I would eat and how I would actually plan my meals. Like he would have me almost meditate on these ideas of what true health meant to me. And that was the beginning of my journey of just really dialing in food better. I start by taking this guy's class, Guido, which was a functional fitness class, which I had never, ever done. I liked to isolate body parts and I liked to isolate movements and I liked to do cardio for 30 minutes like a hamster. Okay. And then this guy's like, Oh, you could take my class. I had Rosie, um, one of our members here at the gym introduced me to him. And he was like, you could take this class. And all of a sudden it was like high intensity interval training class. And I was dying at the end because I was a smoker and I had never gotten my heart rate up that high in my life. So automatically that day I said, I'm never smoking a cigarette ever again. That Just come take a sweat class at peak 360 and while you smoke cigarettes or vape, whatever, and you'll never want to do it ever again because you feel like a loser because you can't breathe. And there's people next to you that are not like, they might not look as fit as you, but they will crush you because their heart works so much better than yours. So anyway, I quit smoking and then I started learning about this thing called CrossFit and they were eating fruit and they were eating vegetables and they were eating protein and they were eating 
nuts and fat and avocado. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they look like this. Get out of town. Like, are you serious? (laughs) These people look freaking amazing. And yep. I started eating fruits, vegetables, rice, and I just didn't have this mentality anymore of that. Like, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. Yeah, I could put salt on my eggs and everything changed. My body composition changed so much. My outlook on food changed so much. My outlook on fitness, like no longer this mirror and, you know, just what the mirror said and the pump and, oh, if you ate on the weekend, I gained three pounds of water weight. I was over it. And I really loved learning how eating whole quality foods could still allow you the opportunity to look good. So the reason that I have dedicated my life right now to educating people on how to eat is because I went through it all. I went through Um, being skinny and eating whatever I wanted, McDonald's growing up, eating Arby's and still being skinny, eating terrible to then, you know, moving to another country, which they had really good eating patterns and really good eating, you know, habits, but I wasn't moving my body and there was no movement there. They just looked good because they ate well, but they probably needed to work out more. (laughs) And then I come back to the United States and I have this misconception of how to eat and figure comes into my life. And I start taking, you know, Anavar and these drugs to try and look a specific way and hate the way I look like in the mirror. And then now to, to, to understanding that eating quality food, you can still look good and not just look good, like feel amazing that your skin looks better, that your digestive system works better, that everything is better, you know, when you make good choices with your food. So my goal is to teach people how to eat better quality food and that they can do that and still look and feel amazing. Now, when You talk about restriction of specific things like too much fat, too much carbs, too much protein. Sure, there are people out there that want to look a specific way and you do have to try and tweak people's diets to look a specific way and they can't look that way if they're eating two cups of nuts every day, okay? So yes, there is quality control and quantity control, but- The majority of the people walking this earth, if they just ate quality food, they would look and feel and move great. So I have dedicated my life to trying to coach people on food and what quality food looks like and what a balanced meal looks like with protein, carbs, vegetables, fruit, with not eliminating anything from your life to having balance that you can go on vacation and enjoy foods that you don't necessarily um, eat on a day-to-day basis and then come back and instill good, have good habits instilled in your life that when you come back from vacation, you can just jump back on the wagon again and eat your, you know, your good protein, carbs, vegetables, fats. And sure, once in a while, we have a nice night out with our, with our husbands or our spouse or family and friends, but not living in this world that we feel that we have to have like this abundance of stuff, or we have to have a life of elimination that we have to eliminate things from our life. So 
again, that is why I believe that I have been called to do what I do because of my experiences and also because of the way that I can communicate these things with people. Um, I am so excited to be a part of so many people's lives who have chosen for me to actually help them on their journey of learning how to have this balance without elimination, without having to count carbs. Oh, will you do my macros for me? No, like, no, let's just try and get you to eat well and eat balanced. And then if we have to go to macros, uh, because you want a six pack and you want to be ripped. Okay. Then let's talk about that. But right now let's just fix your concept of food. Let's, let's, you know, erase all of these misconceptions that you have about food and then we'll get there. And it's a journey to get there. And it was my journey to get there. So I hope that this helps someone out there understand that if you are trying to eliminate something, add something, keto, paleo, whole 30, Atkins, this, that, whatever. How about we just start with learning how to eat well and eating fruits, vegetables, protein, all these things. And once in a while, having a glass of wine and having a little bit of sugar because you need to stay human and you need to stay sane. Let's start there. So thank you for your time. I hope you guys made it in time to get your kids. That's why I try to make these podcasts nice and short. Um, I will see you next time. And just remember that as we close today, I want to remind you that you are beautiful and that you are worthy and that you are loved. 